Welcome to another edition of First Word from First Church. This is Pastor Dave Buchanan at the First Church in Sutton. Please enjoy the message and may God bless you richly through it. Christmas Eve, it's getting late. We know the story, we think. What's the preacher going to add? But what a surprise. What a surprise in a world where whole cities made a wondrous living, making little wooden and metal and, and porcelain figurines that you could take home and call your household gods and offer sacrifices. And I'll, I'll confess that at, at West Point, if we wanted it to rain before a parade, we'd burn a cookie on the window ledge and chant to Odin. Didn't work. Didn't work. Odin was a false god but it amused us for a few minutes. I guess that's all it was worth. But in a world where you look at the Greek gods and then later the Romans, they didn't care about human beings except once in a while to reach down and meddle with our lives. Punish a God who gave us fire. What kind of stories are those? From little figures that you kept in a cabinet in your kitchen and open them up when things weren't going right or you wanted to have a a boy child instead of a girl child or whatever foolish reason you'd pray to these little figures in your closet. Or these grand figures on Mount Olympus or wherever the Romans pictured theirs, important enough to the Romans that every time they conquered a people, it was just like, come on, bring your gods in too. They're welcome. Except for those Jews in Israel. Troublemakers? They insisted on one God with a name so holy that in many books it still isn't written out. When you read the Old Testament, you see the word Lord in capital letters. That stands for the name that we're not even sure how to pronounce to this day. The sacred name of God. A God so distant that only Moses got to be in his presence and Moses didn't get to see his face. And when he came out for meeting with him, he had to wear a veil because of the sunburn he got from God. God was distant. God was mighty. Yes, God was loving, gracious, merciful, acted within his people, but he was still very other. And people longed for a savior. I prayed for hope earlier. The world into which Jesus was born knew a special kind of peace. It was called the Pax Romana, the peace of Rome. It meant there was no peace because nobody would pick a fight with the Romans anymore. They conquered everybody. That was their definition of peace. And of course, the, as we know, the Hebrew people chafed under that because it wasn't just any old God for them, it was the God. And they longed for, and had long been promised in over 150 different prophecies of Messiah. Well, they said Mashiach, from which we get Messiah. It means anointed one. In Greek, it's Christos. Christ. Jesus the Christ is Jesus the Mashiach, the anointed one. But what was this anointed one going to be? The zealots, who had a special subgroup called the Sicarii, which meant the dagger bearers, thought they would bring it about by assassination of as many Roman soldiers and officers as they could sneak up on. And they pictured that the Messiah would be riding a, a white stallion with a long flaming sword and conquer Rome. 
Now, with them, of course, they'd been conquered over the years by the Assyrians and the Persians and the Medes and the Greeks and the Babylonians, and I probably left three or four out. But the Messiah was going to set all that to right on a war horse. The Messiah, depending on who you listen to, was going to be a divine being completely or a warrior of the old race of the house of David, all human. What a surprise. What a surprise to wind up with human and divine, but a helpless baby. Born, one of those 150-some prophecies was to be born of a virgin. And I've had kids in confirmation class say, come on, Pastor Dave, we've had sex ed. We know how that works. Uh, how, how'd that manage? Would it be easier for God to create a brand new Messiah out of the dust of the earth and breathe life into his nostrils like he did Adam and Eve? Jesus is the new Adam. Or already having put all the parts together to just tweak a cell, we have a Messiah. Send the Holy Spirit to do the tweak of a cell. And we have someone who's of God because the Holy Spirit was the instigator, if you will, I don't know how to word that better, but fully of us because of Mary's obedience fully brought up like one of us because of Joseph's obedience, but still knowing who his father was and what the will was, not just to be born to show us how to bear our very humanity by consecrating it for all time, but to teach us how to bear it better than we know without him. What a surprise. A surprise so wondrous that when Herod got word of it from these magi, these wise men, if you can spell Zoroastrian, we suspect that was their, their realm of study. When he found out that the king of the Jews was to be born in Bethlehem in such and such a time window, he thought he could kill him. He set out to take the Messiah's life. Now we know that of course God, through a dream, Told Joseph to head to Egypt and hide out for a little while. Brought him back to, to bring the boy up in Nazareth. Put a baby in a manger. And of all species in the world, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the human baby requires the longest time and the most care to bring up the maturity to turn him out of the nest. Any one of us who've had kids know that that takes a while. And yet that's how Messiah, the anointed one, the one to save all of us from wandering in sin, born a baby, in a manger yet, in a stable with animals. They couldn't even get a Super 8 room. What a surprise. So what we sing about and celebrate was so different from what the world expected and yet so much what the world needed and the need hasn't quit, has it? To show us how to bear 
this humanity, to show us how to share the love, to show us how to, to seek the peace, to hear in God's word and in Jesus' teachings the hope, to know ourselves so loved that God became one of us to share our life, share our death, and show us that we'll share in his resurrection. That baffles other peoples of the world who don't know that love. They think it's nonsense that God became one of us. And yet, what deeper love, what greater example, how better could someone who created us and cares about us show us than to bear that life himself? There are probably a lot of surprises in stockings and under trees waiting for us for tomorrow morning, if, if we can wait till the morning. But what a surprise for the whole world that Christ the Lord, all the names, Prince of Peace, King of Kings, Root of Jesse, Son of David, the Savior of the world, came to the world in the middle of the night in a stable full of animals, cradled in a manger, and yet the greatest gift ever given. Thanks be to God. Amen and amen. Thank you for having joined us for First Word from First Church. We pray that God has blessed you in some way, in his way, through the message that we have just shared with you. Please join us again. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance over you and give you peace. Amen and amen.